Welcome to the podcast. Three, 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 three uncles. Three, 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 three uncles in a basement. Three uncles in the basement podcast. Welcome back to Three Uncles in a Basement. It's Bindi, and I'm back here with my sister Simi, continuing on our wedding planning episode. So this is part two of that episode. Hey, everyone. So we're going to dive right in, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to our wedding part one, it is on Spotify, so listen to that first, and then come back and listen to this. Um, So continuing on, we're going to kick back off with uh, tips for wedding planning. So any kind of tips, advice, Sim, that you want to give to future brides? Yeah, there was a few tips that we didn't mention in our last episode. So one would be that everyone, I think, should set up envelopes of money and prepare um, the amount that they owe for deposits on the week of the wedding because there's a lot of vendors that you have to pay either the day of or even a couple days before your wedding. Uh, It's easier when you can e-transfer them, but a lot of people do want cash, such as your limo driver, the DJ, uh, even our... Uh, banquet hall we had to pay the day of so other than setting up the money envelopes maybe hand it to a person that you trust or one of your parents that can make the payment for you since the bride and groom are usually busy with all the wedding events with the money envelopes it's just so much easier when you like write like dj and you write the amount and then you just give it to like a sibling or parent to give out to you like give out for you Uh, Versus like scrambling and then you're like, oh, we got to pay the DJ, take the cash out of the wallet, whatever. Um, So it was so much easier because you had it all like organized, like in your purse, all the envelopes were like in an order and everything. I remember. So it was like when you had to instruct me to pay someone, it was so easy for me to just do it. Yeah. So tell everyone, I mean, the people that you trust where the (laughs) envelopes are just in case you can't get to them. For example, on my, my, uh, it was my Mendy day where all of a sudden I did have, we did have the payment that the individual needed, but it was going to be higher than she had requested and estimated for. So make sure you have a little extra cash as well on hand. Uh, We also had my brother set up a guest Wi-Fi that he was able to do. So I think that's pretty easy to set up. And that really helped with all the guests signing on to Wi-Fi so that it doesn't get People don't get kicked off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then what he had done was like after he set up the guest Wi-Fi, he actually wrote out like on a piece of paper the name and the password or I can't even remember if it had a password. Um, But he like posted that around the house. So people weren't like asking us like, how do I connect? Like they could just look at the sign and connect themselves. Yeah. And with that, if you have any siblings that are good and artistic at certain tasks, then maybe assign those tasks to them. For example, Bindi was able, she had Photoshop skills and a license and she was able to actually create my wedding signs and also a virtual card, which saved Mm -hmm. a lot of money too. If you do a virtual card instead of ordering all the cards and actually printing them out yeah to each guest so it saves time and money and the sign business is really booming so people are now ordering signs for their reception maya mendy engagements and each of them cost about a hundred dollars even over a hundred dollars depending on what you're looking for 
Yeah, like especially if the larger signs are at least a couple hundred and you would even need that for like your seating chart as well. Um, so yeah, luckily for Sim, she has me, so I was able to do her signage for her and her evites. Um, so shameless plug for uh, my sign business. It's called This Is Your Sign. Um, and you can hit me up on Instagram uh, for all your signage needs or if you want to do any type of evite, um, I can create that for you as well. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, the evites, like it's so much easier to just WhatsApp that to people instead of giving a physical card because like no one has a time to go give out cards as well. Or you might have people in other like provinces or other countries you're inviting, like you would have to give them an evite. You can't give them, you're not going to go mail them an invitation. Yeah. And our parents specifically, even though they had ordered the wedding cards from India, she actually, my mom preferred the virtual one better in the end and was sending that to everyone, even though she had ordered and printed and paid for the actual physical signs. The invite. Uh, there was one unexpected cost that we had found. Yeah. And it was um, like, w- girls don't take this into account, but in the wedding cost, but there's other things that girls need to do to prepare for the wedding, such as making sure your skin is perfect for your photo shoots, such as hydrofacials, uh, and mm-hmm. then maybe microneedling if you need to get that done a lot of people also do chemical peels and other things to make sure that their skin is perfect and ready for your photo shoot and your wedding day my makeup artist specifically had recommended that hydrofacials be done monthly i didn't do them monthly because they are pretty expensive but i know i did quite a few yeah, and that's supposed to like help like clear up your skin so you look more like glowy for the wedding day. Yeah, and those cost about a couple hundred for each hydrofacial you're getting. So if you are getting it monthly, like the makeup artist recommended, then that's going to add up to about $1,200 in the whole year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think you need them monthly, but maybe just do a couple before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so kind of moving on. I was just wondering if there's anything, like, kind of looking back at your wedding now, anything that you would have done differently? So, there are a couple of things I would have done differently. For one, I wish it was more intimate and we actually knew everyone that was there. Yeah, I feel like there's so many people at your wedding and so many randoms. So <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. about 300 people and I remember even, yeah, so if it was more intimate and I was able to invite more friends and people that I actually know I think that would have made it more meaningful and it was because my parents had already invited 300 guests that I had to cut back on my own guest list yeah because like and I feel like it was a lot of like our parents friends or just people they know like not even relatives which was not necessary but they felt like oh these people have to be invited to the wedding yeah, a part of me gets it that it is, I'm the first child in the family, so they did want to invite everyone and make sure that everyone's included and celebrate, but then the other part of me actually wishes I knew everyone and was able to celebrate it. I think that part made it feel more like it's their wedding versus our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding day felt really rushed, so everyone doesn't usually is required to make a date of itinerary for your wedding so 
that's when you list and tell all your vendors that okay like i'm gonna get ready for my makeup artist at 4 a.m to 7 p.m then the photo Mm -hmm. shoot will start um and you basically lay out a timeline of all the events that are going to happen throughout the day so even though we had organized it uh to the minute it felt really rushed while we were going through the events like we'd always have to rush from the photo shoot to go home to the dolly and then the dolly the um the horse-drawn carriage arrived we had to go back Mm -hmm. so everything was happening really quickly and i wish we had a like a few extra minutes just to even take it in or to even be with your sisters or your friends that your close family and take pictures yourselves because me and my sisters actually noticed that we had no pictures on the reception day or on the wedding day yeah. that we actually took <laughs> together. We do have the photographer ones that they took, but it's different if you actually got a moment to either take pictures or even take it in. Yeah. And if anyone's watches Love is Blind, like if you've seen the wedding episode recently, then you see that there's a lot of hype and they do a really relaxed setting in the afternoon where they can all get ready together, the bridesmaids and the bride. And they get to hype up the wedding together. and Yeah, it's like they're there in the moment and they're all like celebrating together. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas ours, it didn't really feel like that. My makeup artist had to get me ready separately and my sisters separately. On the reception day, you actually have to go to the makeup artist's place. So we couldn't get ready together again. Yeah. And there's, there's like no moment for you to connect and celebrate yeah which is like yeah yeah like just be in the moment actually enjoy like getting ready with like your sister like that would have been nice if we had that moment but it was so like it was so like rush 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 like one thing to the other like okay get ready now take your pictures now get in the limo like it was we were like such like on a tight schedule and it was because like the next thing had to go on time and uh, you only have your photographers there for a certain amount of time. Yeah. The horse-drawn carriage comes at a certain amount of time. So you have to, like, abide by those, like, timelines. Um, but, yeah, it would have been nice if we, could, like, could have got ready in the same room and, like, just kind of, like, celebrated your actual wedding. I feel like it was more like a very organized event. And then we're just going through the emotions, like. Yeah, yeah. I- totally agree but i guess in indian weddings i don't know all those i don't think this is an alternative everything was necessary yeah, yeah you have to do it that you way. have to get up in the morning you have to do it you have to have your wedding mama done by 12 o'clock mm-hmm. uh, so i don't i guess there was no option but yeah i do wish in an ideal world that it would be way more relaxed and you would yeah. get to celebrate your own event <laughs> <laughs> I guess the only thing we can probably do different for my wedding is the three of us can get ready in the same room. Yeah. We, we could, could do, do that. that. So we can always try to yeah. incorporate a little bit more time and yeah. celebration moments. Squeeze yeah. those in. And we have to... itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, just remember to take actual pictures of us three together. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, even your reception, I felt like... I was so stressed during your reception too because I felt like there's just so much going on and it's like um, you want to make sure you do like the cake cutting and the first dance and all of that and then like as you're meeting people like people are handing you shagun and stuff and then you're handing that to me and then it's like okay you got to go put it away and like make sure it's like secured like and then I feel just felt like it was like nonstop like 
you're just on alert like the whole reception yeah you're just running from one place to the other and the surprising part is that you felt so rushed when really everything was so close like I live 10 minute drive to the Godwara mm-hmm. and then 10 minute drive to my husband's house like it wasn't that far of a drive ever it wasn't the commute or anything so I think we would have had moments and times to yeah put in but it still felt so rushed and then even leaving my actual house so the doli part it felt very rushed and orchestrated where it kind of felt like everyone's just watching you and you're just leaving in a rush and you're just there because everyone's here to watch you leave yeah versus like a natural goodbye to your siblings and parents because if i was actually just moving out like you'd want it to be like more intimate like just with your family you're saying your goodbyes and you would just want that moment for yourself versus like you have wow there's probably like over 50 people there staring at you while you're leaving like yeah i felt like it was 100 people it was probably 100 yeah 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 it's just then what else i would do differently would be um i guess just yeah factoring in those moments into your itinerary because i guess it would have been possible and then lastly would be my bachelorette uh it was in toronto and i remember i did want to go to vegas but a lot of people couldn't and it was also during like COVID covid time so yeah yeah but some of my friends weren't vaccinated others couldn't leave their um children so i know that i did yeah decide to compromise and i said okay well if they can't make it i want like important people there so let me just do it in toronto one night but due to the traffic and i think it was the leaves game Mm -hmm. that didn't end up being that great of a night so even if i had just extended it a couple more days then maybe the second day would have been better who knows but yeah that's also one of my regrets i guess yeah but i also feel like with the batch there's kind of like i don't know i feel like there's no winning because like okay my batch i'm we're actually going right somewhere yeah and we're flying out and i told people like what five months in advance six months in advance or something and even for that like there's like very few of us going there's a couple of us going um but everyone's just like so busy with like their own vacations and their own like other weddings they have going on that they're like oh we just can't take this time off um so even I don't know I think it depends on your friend group but for me like even giving advance notice um and like planning everything and just saying okay all you have to do is call this person and you can book like even that wasn't enough like it's I don't know I just feel like whatever you do it's it might not be you might not get what you're looking for for your batch yeah yeah I think even for your wedding you have to be more like your expectations like you can't be so to lower your expectations or like I don't know be okay to go with the flow for a lot of the wedding events because or else it would be a lot of disappointment that's what I'm worried about because I can't go with the flow I can't (laughs) I just know I'm just gonna be like so either annoyed or pissed off like the whole probably i don't know i just know something's gonna go not the way i want someone's gonna piss me off like just something's gonna happen you can just tell like because i need to go exactly how i want it to go which makes me sound like a bridezilla yeah. but like <laughs> it sound like mom and that's needs to go the <laughs> exactly 
But I guess her version and your version are like two different two versions. Different. Of- but look, okay, your wedding day, you were actually really relaxed, I thought. like Yeah, I um, think no one really knows this. I woke up and I ate my regular breakfast. Fruits, breakfast just like chilling. Of, like, <laughs> of kiwis, I think strawberries, I don't know. And um, the Starbucks wasn't open, so me and my sisters decided ahead of time that we're going to get go get Starbucks. I think it was the night before. Yeah. Because it was iced coffee and iced lattes that we like. Yeah. And keep them in the fridge because 4 a.m. there is no Starbucks open. Yeah, I was actually checking too. I think some of them open about like 5.30 or 6, so... Yeah, so having it in the <sighs> fridge was pretty convenient. Yeah. And that way, in between the makeup artist getting us ready, we were able to sip our Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I was more, like, stressed out and you were, like, more relaxed. Because, like, I even remember, like, I don't know if you remember this, like, wasn't it, like, morning of, then mom's, like, talking about who's going to go in the limo. And then she's like, oh, we should take grandparents in the oh. limo. And you were just like, whatever, I don't care. Take whoever <laughs> yeah. you want in the limo. And I was, like, getting angry. I was getting angry. of like, why? We know who's going in the limo. You can't change this morning <laughs> of. Like, we have to stick to the schedule. Of, like, like these are the people going in the limo. Like, we never said grandparents. Like, yeah. why are you throwing this out now? Yeah, I guess I just didn't really care. I was just like, whoever wants to go in the limo, just go in the limo. Because <laughs> <laughs> they make it so glorified. And I was like, okay, maybe they never got a chance to go in it. Yeah. Another thing that I guess uh, no one really realizes, which I'm not sure if we talked about this in episode one, is where your wedding langas that we order that are so fancy and look so pretty, they're actually so heavy that they leave marks on your body oh i don't think we talked about this yeah Yeah. so mine both of mine the wedding day one and the reception one they were really pretty and heavy and they were my dream outfits but then i realized the next day that they actually left marks all over my waist and i think till this day i still slightly have those marks um they make dry blood marks basically and streaks on your waste Waist, yeah because like it's so heavy and then like your makeup artist like ties are really tight because you don't want it to like yeah. fall down like not that it would open but it might like because of the heaviness you don't want it shifting down as you're walking so like you tie it tight for it to stay in place but then yeah that's probably like squeezing your waist so hard yeah i think yeah. maybe if i knew ahead of time then maybe i don't know if i would want that amount of well i guess it was okay it is really pretty so i guess it's compromise it depends on the person like yeah are you willing to suffer a bit and have those marks on your body (laughs) for the next six months to a year (laughs) if you want to wear that gorgeous outfit just for what half a a few hours yeah a few hours of that day i mean what can you do and then it was really helpful to have my sisters there every time i needed to because you can't take (laughs) off the langa and you can't lift it yourself either it is a three-person job which we realized Mm -hmm. and we were really lucky that we had that i had my sisters i was really lucky in that sense yeah Um, because it was like i lifted one side her jaw lifted the other side and then you could pee so (laughs) yeah so make sure that you have if you don't have sisters that you have someone close to you designated at least two other girls yeah i'm gonna go with you every time even for the reception and even sometimes your 
pre-events because I really in my Jago yeah. Langa that one wasn't as fancy as the wedding and reception one but I still couldn't lift it all by myself and go to yeah because it was myself. very like poofy so yeah 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 so even those days and then having one of my sisters have the emergency kit with her oh, and yeah. preparing it ahead of time was really helpful so maybe assign tasks to your bridesmaids have one of them carry the emergency kit and if you don't know what the emergency kit is that is basically just a purse or you can have a little box which yeah. is filled with anything the bride would need such as straws to drink through because you don't want to ruin your lipstick yeah uh, blot sheets so blotting sheets are oil absorbing sheets which absorb the oil off of your skin if your skin gets oily mm -hmm. so that your makeup stays intact yeah. also your makeup artist will give you a little sample of the lipstick she puts on you so put that in there as well mine also give like a powder which i didn't use but yeah you can get that um and also, then like just like cl extra clothes pin bobby pins just in case you yeah, need it bobby pins and um i think we put like earring backings just in case that yeah came safety off. pins and bobby pins were everywhere that week we had yeah. them all over the house <laughs> and <laughs> and oh also i think what it's really helpful is advil just like because you never know if you're gonna get a headache because there's so yeah. much like stuff weighing on you day of like with your chimney and everything and lash glue oh yes lash, lash glue, glue is a good one. tissues because you you might need them yeah you never know. i think we did add tissues as well what else i oh i put band-aids in there just in case like um if you never wore your riding heels before like you might like if you don't break them in then you might get blisters or something day of oh, that's um true. so you yeah. might need band-aids to just kind of help you out and, and then you can put your eyeliner and mascara but really if you have a makeup artist they put the right amount on you and high quality products so you wouldn't really need it yeah that's true i think that's everything we put in right yeah yeah i can't think of anything else right now i know that um some of the there's books that and wedding planners that have recommended things to put in your emergency kit and some of them did say like oh put like a needle and a thread just in case you rip something on your but wedding like, who's day. gonna sew it for you yeah like, that was very <laughs> unlikely i think you wouldn't really rip because you would try on your outfit at least a week before and the day yeah. before yeah i mean you should if you're not like recommend that you do yeah yeah and then i guess stain remover if you have those oh like a tie to go stain. yeah yeah that might be helpful yeah the only thing other thing i guess i could recommend is fast fat fast flats yes right? fast yeah. flats yeah i think they still sell them at shoppers too but they're basically flats that fit into a little pouch or a wristlet and then you can just open them and put them on if your heels got really yeah i feel yeah. like super bothering you or something you just switch them out uh they couldn't hurt to have it so we're gonna kind of switch gears here and talk like kind of shifting from wedding planning to more into actual marriage since sim has been married for like six months now or what is it six months and 10 days 12 days whatever <laughs> it's been according to the tie the knot half which oh we gosh. recommended a lot in the first episode of this um it's been 195 days now well. since we've been married and it's because i have the app that it tells me every oh, day it tells you yeah oh wow so before it used to say this many days since your like till your wedding like yeah, yeah. 100 days till your wedding 99 
but now it says days since you've been married like i never deleted the app so it just (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um so yeah i want to talk a bit about marriage and like um i know like in Punjabi culture it's so normal for like girls to move in with their in-laws right like you move into your in-laws house and I feel like no one really talks about it like even like I was literally looking through TikTok to see if there was any advice out there and like I couldn't find like barely anything of like girls talking about it but we all know it's happening um yeah so like because you moved into your in-laws house I want to ask you like before you moved in did you have any like anxiety or stress about moving in so i remember a month before moving in that i realized that oh shit like i'm actually moving in and like do i even know enough recipes to cook and like i'm actually gonna have to cook clean and do laundry yeah which (laughs) (laughs) which i guess it hit me then because the whole time i just kept planning the wedding I was always so hyper-focused on planning the wedding or celebrating this many days till the wedding yeah. that I never actually thought about the reality of, oh, wait, I'm actually going to leave, move in, and then like live Have more life. responsibilities yeah. and stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think a lot of people are the same way, where they focus on the wedding, the big day, but they don't actually think of the reality behind that, where, oh, you're actually going to move in and yeah you actually have to like cook and clean and live like yeah i guess when i first moved in i wasn't expecting um that like oh i have to actually set up an office room because i work from home and we had to clean out a closet for about a week so i that was very unexpected i was like oh (laughs) wow like (laughs) The whole time I was just planning the wedding, I never thought of, like, the reality. The actual move-in piece. Yeah, the move-in piece. And I remember a month before going to my aunt and my cousin's house and being like, oh, my God, what am I going to cook? Like, do I even know enough recipes to help? <laughs> like, and then they were recommending different apps and things that I can download to learn more recipes. Yeah, that's true. And then actually, and- I think I tried a few, like, I decided to oh hey wait i should start making salmon now i should start making these quinoa salads yeah now. that's true because the other thing is like like when you lived at home like you did cook but like we just like i don't know me and you i feel like we just eat the most basic thing like we'll just have chicken like chicken yeah, salad chicken we eat that every day and like who barbecue. cares like we're fine with that but it's like when you move into someone else's house like you have to kind of it's not just for yourself that you're cooking for then you're like oh do i actually know anything outside of what i normally eat yeah yeah we just repeat and eat the same thing yeah <laughs> so that's true i guess i ate a lot of bread too or just barbecuing in the summer like, like that's all we would do we just barbecue chicken and eat it like that's literally yeah. how what we had like every day of the summer so so i guess the yeah. tips for marriage would be um sorry describing married life mm-hmm. would be that i feel like it's a gift that keeps on giving like you keep learning oh my god more about yourself and your partner and i guess it was a mixture it's a mixture between being super busy and being it's a more relaxed uh, way of living as well but also busy because 
busy in the sense that there's a lot more social obligations like a lot of people were inviting us to dinners or we'd right. have to go back to my parents house to have dinner because they miss me all the time yeah which at times was too much because there's too many invites because then i guess your social obligations like double because you have your family side of things you have to attend then you have his family side of things you have to attend so it's like yeah. more things to do yeah yeah and sometimes you actually just want a relaxing weekend which a lot of the weekends we do now so i'm happy about that i guess since it's over the six month mark yeah <laughs> but i guess initially there was like a lot of dinners and stuff like yeah you do have yeah. to go to a bunch of dinners which is still some that we pushed forward and have to attend um then i s- would say it's more relaxing though because i guess you're just always like you're always with the person you want to spend the rest of your life with like you're you guys yeah. can just relax and like watch tv together or even if we're doing nothing together we're just happy doing nothing together <laughs> even or yeah oh. so i feel like we live a more relaxed life than i did before but it would also depend on someone else's parents and the way they were raised because our house was oh, really yeah i was gonna there wasn't, say it wasn't a relaxing environment <laughs> I ha- my house that i grew up in was really yeah volatile or like volatile. Busy. Yeah. no we were just okay so it depends on your family and like some people yeah, have maybe. like more like relaxed families and maybe your life is very relaxing which is great for you but like in our family because there's so many of us like our house is very loud because there's so many of us there's always something going on different people have different dramas happening mom's yeah. very loud like she's a very big personality so like in our house it's very like it's loud something's always happening yeah it's like not, the not a dull it's not moment calm. goes yeah. by and the oh, i guess the part that i don't miss is the fights there was always either oh gosh, someone yeah. either fighting or yelling someone's someone yelling else. in the house every day 100 percent. yeah and you could just walk to what i do miss is you could just walk to another sibling's room like your sister's room to my brother anyone and then they would tell you a different story of what's the going drama on the that's house. happening yeah. <laughs> yeah. and sometimes we just text each other that like hey like don't come downstairs like, like yeah yeah it's, it's a off dangerous yeah. situation yeah. happening down here so you never know like every day was eventful but it was also a little scary sometimes because my mom's really loud and sometimes she'd scream but really it's like a it's a ha- yeah it could be a happy <laughs> scream it could be an angry scream yeah you don't know you don't know yeah it like scares you it does because it's very loud always it's very loud yeah yeah it's almost like a lot there's always something happening in that house yeah Yeah, so now i feel like it's a really different environment it's really quiet here really Mm -hmm. peaceful i wasn't used to it at first like first it felt like weird whoa it's like so quiet yeah yeah but now i'm really used to it so i don't think i can ever go back to the loudness but I do miss, yeah, mm. walking into my siblings' rooms or how, like, we could just spend, we would just always do something together, like, yeah, unplanned. that's we true. Because yeah. I could just walk to your room and be like, hey, you want to go get drinks? Or, hey, you want to yeah. go shopping? And we just do, like, whatever, because we're just both there. We are, like, you could just go. Yeah. Where now, like, if we want to hang out, we'd probably have to schedule it weeks in advance. Yeah, just like... schedule it, plan it, plan the time, <laughs> the date, the yeah. place, and, like yeah that's yeah. true 
and drive to each other which i guess is only 10 minutes but still it's not yeah. the same but you gotta make sure like are you free am i free like it's just a whole thing yeah. now it's not as easy as it used to be before it was even like if you wanted to watch a certain tv show that would be like oh do you want to watch this like, yeah plan it out exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then we could just easily do, like, movie nights at home. Like, we're watching this movie at 7. Like, come to the living room, whatever. Yeah, we just figure out yeah. who's home. Or if it's a Saturday night, for example, who's home this Saturday night, okay? Like, who wants to, yeah, yeah do something. Yeah, this and, like... That's true. Yeah, like, the barbecue tonight, it was, like, because her Joel message saying barbecue Saturday. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're all home. It's barbecue. But, like, it's obviously it's harder now that you're gone, like... But yeah, that was going to be my next question anyways of the biggest change, but it's probably like the the, the different yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the quietness to the loudness would be the biggest change. And then also like yeah, how I actually moved out cuz I know that some people move in together beforehand. So I think the moving was a huge change. Like the first few days I was just like whoa, like I remember yeah. Yeah, I did miss my family, and I felt, you just get used to the new normal. Yeah, I guess it just takes time, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah, with any change. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm worried about, is like moving all my stuff in. And like, because I want it all there, like before I move in, so it's like ready yeah. to go. So I, what I did this morning, which is like, it's not like a crazy person, but like I put in the calendar from june till wedding date what we're doing every week to move my like my stuff in and everything i want done so i sent a calendar i sent like 50 calendar invites to robin if i think i'm crazy yeah (laughs) so one week i wrote like for example like we're clearing out the computer room so either we sell what's in there or we throw it out like and then we're moving furniture from one room to another room because we want to kind of shift some stuff around wow. and then stuff in his room either we sell or it goes in the trash so that's a different weekend and then I want to paint the room so I put that in there we're painting room one and two and then we're buying Ikea furniture and then we're assembling like Ikea furniture so from literally every single week we have something to do from June till wedding date Whoa, and which I've, day of the week is this because I won't message you oh, I put in Saturday because like for Saturday he'll for sure have off but <sighs> I'm like, we can be flexible a bit, right? Like, whatever. But I just want to make sure, like, everything gets, like, painted. The furniture is bought. It's assembled. Like, all my stuff is moved in. And, like, I, because, like, as you know, I have so much stuff, right? I can't just. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, like, one week we're just moving in, like, my workout equipment, like, bench press, treadmill, weights. And then I did a separate weekend for my dresser, a separate weekend for my desk. Because I'll need my desk till the very end, right? So, it's like all would you like do that after the wedding or how would you oh, no wait, i'm gonna do vacation. it yeah i'm gonna do it like long weekend right before the, the wedding, wedding week because oh, okay. i'm like that's perfect then i'm not working yeah. till after the wedding so i can just move the desk and have it like ready to go yeah i did yeah. my desk here makes sense for right yeah yeah and then i'm i'm literally only taking two weeks off for the wedding i'm not taking extra time so I'm going back to work right away. So I'm like, I need my office set up. Like I can't, oh. I can't okay, have stuff around. Sense. Yeah. Because I took a month off. So we did have that whole Which is, week yeah. after the honeymoon to just, 
like clean my office room out for a whole week like we did but just smart i think like <laughs> yeah like if you're moving into your in-laws house like give yourself that time to like actually move all your stuff right because it's yeah. a it's a whole process and i think even learning everything like even oh God, just yeah. yesterday i was turning on the wrong like lights like to flash the lights on for the uh the staircase i was clicking the wrong ones and that was yesterday some days i know it some days i don't so it's like i think it takes time but i remember the first few days i didn't know where anything was like i didn't know where the yeah the spoons or yeah yeah and weren't we talking about this once like oh when like um in your own house because you're so familiar you can go down the stairs in the dark even oh yeah but it's like you can't do that uh like your in-laws house you have to get familiar with like you don't know where the light switch is and that like yeah it's like a whole learning process yeah, so if I use the bathroom at night, I have to feel for where the light switch was. Because, yeah, you don't yeah. know. Like Maybe now I'm used to it, actually. I'll have to see. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. a really big adjustment. But I do think that one of the other biggest differences is that once, when you're just dating, you plan, like, these date nights and you go out on yeah. them. And then when you get married, we kind of just got, I guess, used to just, like, we just live and like you're always with each Uh, other well yeah so so you don't really plan the date nights well we still do so that's one of the tips from even the Gottman Institute yeah um where you should plan date nights either bi-weekly or they have this seven seven rule um where you even should Uh, go on a trip yeah makes sense because otherwise like you're together all the time and you're you might forget to even actually have a date night right yeah and then the Gottman Institute also recommends that like you stop you don't stop dating each other and asking those questions because even though you know each other now like people's like they change their habits and their tastes and like right you should always continue learning about your partner even after you get married that's true yeah like how robin's parents go on dates together oh yeah (laughs) that's so cute it's so cute like they go to the movies and then they go get dinner like that's really cute yeah, we try to go bi-weekly, but I think in the summertime, it has to be more because that's patio season. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should definitely do that. Yeah. And then interest. even, like, so what I was telling mom was, like, one, I was telling her Robin's parents go on dates because I was trying to encourage her to go out on dates, which oh, she's not going to go. And then I was saying that Robin's parents even, like, they've gone been on vacation together uh, oh, okay. more than once yeah just them two oh, on wow. vacay like in i don't know if it was mexico or something they went somewhere twice i don't think I and i was do yeah but i was like oh you should go like other people other Maybe we should send them parents are doing it you should do it too and then i think robin once suggested that the four of them like the four parents go oh right because like robin's parents yeah. have done it before if they're unsure like at least they can oh, kind of navigate yeah what about when I tried sending? We tried sending them to Mandarin together. They wouldn't the like. Oh and my came god! Came back within an hour. Yeah, because zero patients. <laughs> like, just wanted to come home. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have control. I don't think they can so relax. No, I think Dad can relax. Mom can't. Like, yeah, yeah that's the problem. It's a personality, though. So. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, I would say tips for marriage would be having good communication skills so Mm -hmm. always communicate even if there's an issue for example 
like when you move in together you probably don't realize that a queen size bed is not big enough for the two of you oh. and you need a king size bed but you know what's so funny yeah. like okay so sunny like so sunny is son's husband so sunny was saying yeah get a king size bed like as advice but like other people have said that to me too like really? multiple well, people have said to me get a oh, king size bed wow might be getting married so that's See? that's the common denominator like that's the common advice i keep getting <laughs> Yeah, so I'm hoping to get one soon, and I think, yeah, basically communicating about it, because if we didn't communicate, we wouldn't even know that we need one, and that there wasn't enough space in the bed, and also, a kiss a day keeps the marriage therapist away. <laughs> what the fuck? That's one that I made up, what? so that's one of my tips for marriage. Shut up, Sam. <laughs> And then date nights and celebrating. So basically, don't stop celebrating. All you guys um, do is celebrate. Yeah, so we like, like six months of being married, 100 days of being married. And we just continue to celebrate. And I think that's what keeps you guys marriage. just do that because you guys go to the keg and they'll be like, what are you celebrating? We, we're getting married in 20 days. We're getting married in 100 days. We got married 20 days ago. We got been married for 100 days. And the, then the keg just keeps bringing them those stupid Billy Bishop cakes. <laughs> like, that's all you guys they do. want us to celebrate. Why are you hating? It's enough. Okay. <laughs> you we just... went to different places and it just wasn't the same. It's a keg. Yeah. I really like the keg, but like Robin's not a fan, so we don't go there. Chop Steakhouse didn't even ask us if we're celebrating anything. They don't bring anything. If you even if you say you are celebrating, they give you nothing, so Oh. Don't go there. Well, <laughs> like, Montana's gives you a lollipop if you no, celebrate. That's great. Yeah. I no. don't know if other places bring mm. you anything. In my experience, no. Do they? Of, oh no, it's only your birthday. Moxie's bring you that white brownie thing on oh. your birthday. But no, if you're trying to like celebrate something or even fake celebrate, just go to the keg because they're, they're literally like they're trying they're to give it. you like. Yeah. Remember the time me and you went after the spa, and he oh. asked us, and we didn't we want we, we didn't want the anything. cake, so yeah. we said no, we're not celebrating. And he just kept insisting. He's like, "Are you sure?" Because like he like, wanted us to like have the cake. Yeah. So then we're like, what did we even say? I don't remember. I think you said sure, and then he just oh, brought like, it. Oh, yeah, I think I said, like, sure, if you really want me to, I'm celebrating my... I don't know, I said something random. Yeah. And then he brought us the cake, so... Yeah. And then at Cactus Club, once a girl brought us a dessert because she thought we were celebrating and we turned it down. Oh, seriously? Me and you... Oh yeah, what did what was it? No, it was something. Remember. It was some cheesecake something that, and we don't like yeah. cheesecake, so we we're like, no, just take it back. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Okay, I guess last question. Like, any advice you have for people like moving in with their in laws that you think might be helpful? Like, aside from like, okay, you probably like move in your stuff early and get organized. But anything else? Like any other last tips? I say you should look out for one another because like you don't know but the exp well, i think what the most part that i was worried about was what does everyone expect when you get married like mm -hmm. what are your expectations of like i guess who's doing what like i didn't right. know that either yeah. which slowly i learned like well everyone's really relaxed here so i guess just like 
even when I go grocery shopping, like, I ask, like, oh, do you guys need anything? Like, mm-hmm. does your mother-in-law or, like, even my sister-in-law, do they need anything? Or, like, if we're buying dinner from outside, like, does anyone else want anything? Yeah. Like, I think that's one of my mm-hmm. advice pieces, just, like, looking out for one another. And then if you need help, like, ask for it. Because yeah. I think it was when I first got married, but this was yeah like i didn't even know how to use i had to learn everything i had to learn how to use the rice maker because i never used one before and my husband taught me that yeah and how much water to put but in the beginning it was like trial and error i did mess up one time where i created soggy because <laughs> i put in the wrong amount of water yeah and then i remember like the first 30 days of being married i was all like whoa things are going so well it's the first 30 <laughs> days of being married and then on day 31 i specifically remember i shattered a glass bowl into like a million pieces oh my gosh yeah yeah and it was filled with chicken that we were supposed to eat for lunch and that taught me that like my husband's personality is so like he's so calm and peaceful because he just like looked at it and started helping me clean up the mess i was oh still in God. shock actually i didn't even start he started cleaning up the Imagine mess you yeah. broke that at home if i did that in a, like my actual house where i was raised like you would die would, yeah like i don't think i'd be allowed to live there mom anymore. would be like so pissed off oh my God. yeah yeah and then he calmly helped me clean it up and then we went to go buy lunch because obviously <laughs> i destroyed the lunch but I specifically remember that. And I remember I was like, oh, my God, it's only been 31 days of being married. And I did this. Like, yeah. obviously, like, I'm a disaster. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But luckily, that was the last of the dish breaking. And then I had to um, break that news also to my mother-in-law and be like, oh, I remember broke that dish. Glass? Yeah, that <laughs> glass I shattered it. Into a million pieces. Like, did she care? No, she didn't get angry either. She was really oh, calm. She's okay. like, oh, don't worry. We have so Aww, many. That's but nice. But, like, we don't have one that looks like that. So I think I should buy one. But, yeah. Um, that's true. That was pretty traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. But after that, things got better. Um, <laughs> and even before that, things were better. So I think it was just a one-off incident. But I think it teaches you a lot. Like, being in times of stress uh for example even car accidents and stuff like that or how this was a traumatizing glass shattering event yeah it teaches you a lot about the other person and how they handle like stressful situations Mm -hmm. so yeah i think it just brings you closer together because i was so traumatized but yet he was so peaceful and then i was just like so surprised about the way he handled the situation yeah yeah i guess like for anyone it's like a bit of adjustment because like when you move into someone's house like the stuff they have could be very different than yours like even the laundry machine and how it works could be different and then you have to learn how to use their right like do everything or their air fryer might be different and you have to learn how to use their air fryer. Um, yeah, and also I think you need to learn, like, the rules of, like, um, how they treat, like, their family or when someone comes over. Like, what are their expectations? Right, Because I remember yeah. my mom's expectations were really different than, like, I mean, here it's oh, really yeah. relaxing, but... Okay. Our mom... <laughs> 
she had like yeah, <sighs> yeah she wanted yeah people if they come over they need to be waited on hand and foot and like, yeah exactly drop everything yeah <laughs> she basically wanted a fake act so i guess i'd like that here it's more real and realistic like you can be yourself <laughs> yeah which is nice yeah so um, i think you just need to learn about the other family and their expectations and once you do like mm-hmm. which you don't need to work on you could just yeah. it'll happen over time <laughs> that's true um the other thing that yeah when you were talking about expectations and stuff right like of what's expected of you that kind of reminds me of um I was talking to one of Robin's cousins and I was like, we're just talking about like wedding and moving in and stuff. And then I was telling her like, oh, like I'm worried about like the same thing, like expectations of what am I expected to do? And I said like, I'm not very domesticated. Like, don't expect me to be like, because I know Robin's sister is very like into like cleaning and like doing all that. Like anytime I would come over when she was still living at the house, she'd always be cleaning. I'm like, I don't do that at home. And I'm just, I don't, I'm not going to go start doing that randomly. That's not me. And I was like, this is what I'm worried about because, like, his expectation of, like, I'm going to do everything his sister used to do because I can't do that. Like, that girl is, like, she's wiping down something. Anytime I come she's over, she's, like, washing the dish. She's, like, <laughs> yeah, just always cleaning. You're like, I'm, like, I'm cleaning. <laughs> my robot is on. <laughs> and then she was, like, she made a really good point because she's, like, Oh, like, like Robin should sit down with his parents and have the expectations conversation of, by the way, like, this is like what, like, just so everyone's on the same page of like, oh. like, she'll help with this. And like, like, it's not like expected that I'm just doing everything his sister used to do. She's like, someone needs to level set expectations, which I thought was so smart. Like, because you wouldn't think about it otherwise. Having the conversation beforehand. Yeah. Oh. To level set the expectation. So then they know what to expect. And then it's not like yeah. they're expecting one thing. I'm doing a different thing. And then it's like then I'm disappointing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So that's what she said to me. And she said it to him too. Because we were all like together. We were having this conversation. But I don't know if he's had the conversation. But yeah, if he goes in and he level sets the expectations, it'll just be so much easier for me to be like, then they know what to expect. It's not like a surprise of like, she's not doing everything, um, you know, my daughter used to do, right? And then it's like, okay, well, they know yeah. that coming in. Like, I'm not going to do that stuff. Like, some of that stuff. I think even if you don't do it beforehand, you could just fall into like a natural pattern. But yeah, it would be good to know ahead of time. So that no one's upset. So no one but, has, like, these false expectations of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, yeah. But I think you wouldn't do everything she's doing anyways. Like, they already know you're a different person. And that but, like, see, you, that's the assumption. But what if, like, what if people don't know that? Like, what if they expect, oh. like, all daughters do this in every house? Like, oh, no, yeah, they don't. That's true. Right? They they they, may, they might not know. They might know, but they might not know. Yeah. I yeah. think you always, people probably always compare it's natural right like they people naturally do that whole comparison thing you can't help it but yeah i think that's what's kind of important to have those conversations beforehand yeah Yeah. because even thinking about it i don't know i mean we never really did anything at home to help out we didn't but we i think my mom would still have expectations different for whoever Roger marries. Because... Which is so stupid. She shouldn't then. Like if your daughter's literally next to nothing when they lived at home, you can't. But because I think 
I think, yeah, you not take it so hard. I think, like, everyone just is a learning thing and everyone just falls into their own pattern. Okay, so just give it some time and just go with it. Yeah, and also, like, that Mm -hmm. rule with when you're wearing the juda, you're not even supposed to... I don't know how many days it is. You know, as long as you're wearing the jewelry, you're not supposed to be like cooking or cleaning yeah, or doing stuff. Yeah, so those days you don't have to do anything yeah. anyway. So then they're gonna be like to you, oh, you don't have to do anything. And then like thirty days later, you can like start doing whatever you want. But oh. really, I think I just started doing things before because I like it's unrealistic. Yeah, you can't, it's unrealistic yeah, unrealistic and also like say you're hungry. I don't know. You're what are you just... not gonna make yourself food? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> level that they are relaxed and then you just go with it yeah just go with the flow or at least that's what i did i guess and luckily it was a happy surprise okay but that's different because like the floor around here is very relaxing okay it's a very relaxed environment here relaxing environment yeah see that's not for everyone (laughs) so like your advice is very biased (laughs) no i think just everyone should yeah, everyone getting married should, like, be less, like, not stressed out and not bridezilla. Yeah, just, just try, try to, like, to enjoy, enjoy the, the moment. moment. Yeah. 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 So maybe if you can, like, in your day of schedule, if you can work in extra, like, a cu- extra couple of minutes into every kind of yeah segment, like, that might give you a bit of a breather. Or yeah. even celebrating, like, we did this, which I, I know that everyone doesn't do it, but, like, celebrating, I think we did, like one year till the wedding 100 days till the wedding oh yeah i remember that yeah (laughs) yeah so just celebrating the little moments because you're not gonna get that time back and then that was like you looking forward to the most yeah important event of your life getting married that's true like before you know it it's just over like it's just it all goes by so fast that's true so if you can like celebrate take time out to celebrate those like key milestones leading up to the wedding because that's when you'll have the time like wedding day you know it's hectic you won't be able to necessarily enjoy your day and then after your wedding you're gonna get really busy with all the dinners and everything right so yeah like try to live it up beforehand as much as you can and like soak it in that you're getting married i guess yeah and make the most of it because you're just like or else you're just planning for this event and you're not actually enjoying oh my god the process. yeah that's so, true. so i think we did and try to enjoy the process as much as we could like we would just go into your room and celebrate plan. yeah and plan and <laughs> every weekend it's true we had a good time planning yeah okay well yeah i think this kind of wraps up part two hope you guys found this helpful um and if you do like our content please do follow us on instagram as well as tiktok at three uncles in a basement we'll see you next time